You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, Thriving Moms. How are you? Welcome to another podcast episode. I'm so excited to be here today. Today, we're talking about how to prioritize yourself as a human. Why prioritizing yourself matters in food and body image healing. I'm not talking about being a mom or a wife or a sister or a friend. None of that. Because I feel like those roles contribute to the struggle that so many of us have when it comes to prioritizing ourselves. So we're just going to talk about being humans and prioritizing ourselves. (laughs) So over here, we're planning our back to school events, you know, shopping and getting ready, taking inventory and all of that. And my kids are over the moon excited. Now, whether you're back to school already or planning it, I think that today's episode is one that you're going to want to listen to because we're heading into what I think tends to be a busy season for most of us. So something I noticed is that the last four months of the year tends to feel really stressful for moms. And I think that it's because there's this collective pressure on people, especially moms, to take care of all the end of year celebrations and holidays. Well, at least this is the sense that I get from Canada and the US, but I'm assuming it's happening in most countries around the world as well. And I remember last December, I saw so many moms push back and go to the extreme of just opting out of everything And then turning around and complaining about how they didn't just have a good end of year. It wasn't like what they usually experience. Although there were also people who were like, that was the best thing I did. But for the people who complained, I was just thinking, you know what? You just gave your your whole family the middle finger. And now you're complaining, right? So to me, that was an indication that they just jumped on this bandwagon of saying I'm out of here without really thinking through what they wanted to do. They didn't make that decision from an empowered place. And if this is you, not a problem. This was just my observation. But I really want you to notice if you made that decision, why did you make it? Right? We're not, that's not what we're talking about here. But I just thought that was something interesting. I think that's what happens when we don't prioritize ourselves. We ping pong between one extreme to another. And if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that we don't subscribe to black and white thinking here. We're all about finding a middle ground that feels good and just right for your current circumstance and experience. And in order to think about prioritizing ourselves, I think that we really need to answer the big question in the room, which is why do you find it hard to prioritize yourself? (laughs) Right? Because that's the big question. But before you answer that, I'm just going to mess with you a little bit. Remember, we're talking about prioritizing yourself as a human, not a mom or a partner or a wife or a sister, just as a human. It messes with you a little bit, right? And it feels challenging. And this is because we've been taught to wrap up our identities as women in the roles that we play. So then we don't know how to separate our life from our roles. We don't know how to separate our life problems from motherhood problems 
or, you know, marriage problems. Like everything's just all meshed up into this. I kind of think of it like yarn that's just all tangled. And then our job is to start separating them. So that's a whole nother podcast episode that I'm going to be dropping next month. And I'm so excited. Can't wait for you to listen. But when you think about it this way, I think it might break your brain a little bit in a good way. (laughs) And that's good. So a lot of people, my clients, and even myself, I remember when in 2015, when I was like, okay, I'm done. I just want to prioritize myself and see what happens. A lot of us have thoughts, some of the ones that are very common. And I shared this on Instagram a few weeks back. Many of us think it's selfish. Some of us think it's narcissistic. It's prideful. It's not normal. Some of us are even worried that people won't like us. (laughs) That's my favorite. Especially if you're a people pleaser, you know this feeling. You have that dread that people are going to reject you. People are not going to like you anymore. And of course, we really don't say these things out. But we do things like not taking a break, right? Because we're afraid that the kids will need us. Or we say, oh, we want to wait till the kids are older. Or it's okay. It's just one more little thing. And then we prioritize the family, which is always about kids' sports or whatever else everyone else wants in the family, and mom comes last. And I'm not saying that you're wrong for doing this. I'm inviting you to get frank with yourself and tell me whether you're happy with the way things are. And if you are, good on you. But if I've had any experience coaching moms, one thing I know is you're not. And it's because you tell me. And I used to be here too. So many of you are unhappy. You know, you feel stressed out and you resent your family, which is not even like something you would want to say out loud. You feel angry and you're just tired because you're afraid to speak up so that you don't look selfish, so that it doesn't feel like you're asking for too much, so that your family doesn't hate you. And this is so normal Because this is the way we've been socialized as women. We've been taught to keep ourselves small. Don't ask for too much. We're told to be grateful. But that is not true gratitude. This this false sense of gratitude where it's not deep in your body. It's just lip service. I remember talking to my client the other day and she told me how proud she felt when she took the time to plan her lunch. She didn't feel hurt or stressed about what to eat because she brought something she enjoyed And couldn't wait to eat it. This is someone who was actually afraid of taking a 30-minute lunch break because she was afraid that everything will go wrong if she was not sitting at her desk and watching her email. And she was right to think this way. Again, we're raised to take responsibility for everyone and everything. And if anything goes wrong, it's always your fault. And this fills us with so much fear and shame that it's challenging to see where this thinking may not even be serving us because we're so consumed by it. If you're a mom, I just want to drop this for you. Remember that having a child doesn't mean that you stop being somebody's daughter. Let that sit in for a bit. Just because you have a child, it doesn't mean you stop being somebody's daughter. Even if your parents are no longer taking care of you or they're not alive anymore like myself, I don't have any parents, but I keep having to remind myself that it is my job to parent myself. It is my job to take care of myself because no one's going to ask me, have you rested? Have you eaten? No one remembers to think this way because that's just the way the society is conditioned. And yes, we want things to be different. A lot of you would say, well, why can't other people change? 
other people can't change because it's not in their awareness to change. We're the ones being impacted. And if we want change to happen, it has to start with us. It has to start with prioritizing yourself. Yes, I get it. Motherhood can get really busy. And there are seasons where it just feels like you're going through the motions of raising a family and trying not to pull all your hair out. I get it. I'm going into that season now because I'm going to be back to school. My kids are going to be back to school. I'm also working a job and running my business and doing this podcast. And I love doing this work. I also remember that I need to take care of myself. Otherwise, I'm going to end up being burned out. So that means I have to trust and listen to myself first. Prioritizing yourself when it comes to food and your body is not a selfish act. It's one of the most loving things you can do for yourself and your loved ones. If prioritizing ourselves was selfish, no one would be asking us in an airplane to put on our air mask first before helping our children or whoever is depending on us. Why is this? Because if something were to happen, having your mask on is likely going to save two or more lives versus just one. And the culture where we live in, where moms are depicted as self-sacrificing, putting the family first, and then not taking a shower, not dressing in the way that they like, just showing up and being raggedy, and we're all laughing and joking about it. But guess what? The joke is always on us because... At the end of the day, you're the one going to bed, feeling angry, feeling depleted. And then the next day, you wake up again and you do it all over again. And this is why we turn to food. This is why we turn to shopping and alcohol and any other form of activity just to numb the pain, just to numb that resentment, just to numb the unhappiness that we're feeling. When you think about it this way, going through the motions of the day, just constantly in that survival mode, many times it leads us to be desensitized to our basic signals. So something like sleep or hunger or even knowing when you're full, you don't really feel it anymore. And over time, you just disconnect from it. Then you don't understand other signals. It's like you don't remember to go pee. And if you think about our basic biology, we're always trying to stay alive like that's the brain's job so when you're desensitized you're not eating you're not sleeping you don't know if you're full you don't know if you're hungry and then you start ignoring other signals rest going to the bathroom guess what your body goes into survival mode and then it wants to preserve you as much as possible but then you don't die but you keep going through these long periods without eating without taking care of yourself that's when a lot of us end up with compensatory eating. And I see this a lot with my clients where it's like they just do what they call overeating or they binge eat or they eat emotionally and then they freak out because diet culture tells us that's not normal. But what diet culture forgets to tell us too is that when we've been ignoring ourselves for decades, when we've been ignoring our needs for a long period of time, this is just the body's natural response so then for many of us we then take those patterns to mean that we lack willpower or we lack self-control but you and i know it doesn't end there right because we then get sold this idea that if you just go on a diet and lose all this weight then your problems will go away (laughs) so then you add a diet to the mix and everything else weighing on you and that's a recipe for disaster so 
not to make this sound really drag, but I really just want to drive this point home. And this is why I coach my clients hard on prioritizing themselves. <laughs> I never take their struggle to mean anything other than the fear of unknown, which is rightfully so, right? Based on everything I just talked about. So a lot of the work that I do with my clients is just centering around creating that safety first. So they're even in a place to start entertaining or embracing the idea that there's another way to look at prioritizing themselves. I recently coached a client who was so worried about setting a boundary with her family member. And once we coached and she felt comfortable enough, she stated her boundary. Guess what? The family member completely understood. And she was like, yep, I understand why this boundary is needed. And I agree. Weeks before that, my client was so scared. She wanted to throw up. She was like, nope, I'm going to get rejected and all of this. And we just, I held space for her to process all of these feelings that were coming up. And as a people pleaser, I also could relate to what she was saying. I've had to create safety for me to feel rejection or sometimes see someone upset, especially my kids, and still be okay with it and still love that person without making it mean anything. There are times I feel like throwing up too. There are times when it feels easy, but I never make it mean anything about me and the other person. And this is how I coach this client to think about it this way. We're separating life from your relationship as a sister. So those two are not the same. Even though our brains want to make them entangled, they are not the same thing. And she was able to have that conversation. Now she's just like more relaxed. She knows there's a plan. And she knows that if that doesn't go through, she's going to have to restate her boundary. Now imagine coming back to you how differently things would be if you had the capacity to care for your children because you've met your own needs, right? You prioritize self-care practices that will help you build better coping skills. And this is just not about getting facials and a massage. Those are good. But managing your mind, knowing that you want to go to bed and you choose to go to bed. Things as simple as that, eating foods that you enjoy and moving however way your body wants to move, letting your kids have foods they enjoy without freaking out about calories or sugar or portions. None of that. You start feeling free to engage with your partner, with your husband, with your friends, with your families, because you're not constantly worrying about how they perceive you. When you're not prioritizing yourself, these are the thoughts that take up space in your mind. And your brain is constantly worrying and trying to troubleshoot when really nothing has happened. So when you create space and take care of all these things, they're no longer a concern. And you get all your mental space back to do things that you love, to do more of the things that really fill you up. And life becomes a joyful experience. Life becomes a little bit easier, right? If you're a mom, probably with young kids, it's probably not going to feel calm for a while. And that's okay. But you don't make it mean anything about you. You can relax. You can just take it one day at a time. You then start to thrive instead of surviving all the time. And by doing so, you're also setting an example for the people around you, especially your kids. Showing them that you as a woman, you matter. 
and showing them that taking care of yourself is your own responsibility and it's not other people's responsibility. This is so important for us as moms to get. As a mom of three girls, I am constantly putting this in my kids and showing them because I want a different future for my children as I'm sure we all do. You're not failing if you find it difficult to prioritize yourself. You're not. But I really just want to poke holes in all those thoughts that are making it challenging for you to prioritize yourself. So here are some questions to help you journal through this. Sometimes I find it easier for me to work through some questions when I'm trying to think about issues like this. The first one, if everything was the way I wanted it to be, what are all the ways I would prioritize myself? Number two, why am I currently not doing that? Don't take the first thought that your brain offers you. It might say life is busy. It might say the children need me. Don't listen. Just keep asking. And the third question, what is one thing I can do today to get me closer to prioritizing myself? Those are your three questions. That's your work this week. Sit with those questions and trust the answers that come up for you. There's so much you can learn about yourself. There's so much you can learn about what you need. You don't need another planner. You don't need another course. You just need to sit and start listening to yourself. All right, mamas. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. And as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.